Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Did you know the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all of the social media outlets? Give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, or even a review if you're feeling generous. Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Hello, welcome to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jay. I am very exhausted after that episode of NXT UK. I'm joined by Troy. He looks equally as exhausted from that episode of NXT UK. Shattered, very, very high energy hell. show, wasn't it? Was <laughs> loads of well, oh, mate. Yeah, it didn't fuck around with that one, did he? Nah, not at all. <laughs> um, but yeah. So before we get into that. Um, got a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, be sure to follow us over on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, oh, sorry, Twitter, Twitch. Butchering this already. Twitter, Twitch, Discord, and the other one. That's um, it. Is that it? I thought yeah. there was none. Thought there wasn't. Instagram. Instagram's the same as Facebook and YouTube. Okay, and Untitled Rest Pod, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Yes, um, boy. And before we get into it, we do some tidbits. Tiddy, tiddy, tidbits. So we've got the 11th and the 12th of November. We'll go by, what have you got, mate? I've got a few birthdays for the 11th. Birthdays. 1994. Mr. Leo Rush. Man of the, the hour. man of the hour. The man oh. of the hour. Oh. Uh, what, 19- a way, what a way to celebrate his birthday by having a fucking absolute world. He had a tag match yesterday. Oh, yeah. I heard it was good. Fucking very good. Uh, 1982, Eli Drake. 1963, Billy Ass, Mr. Gun, Billy Gun. And finally, Session Moth Martina in 1990. Top, top friend of the podcast, Session Moth Martina. Top, top, top lads. Um, also, in 2011, on this day, Skyrim came out. Did it? Yeah. Because it came out 11, 11, 11, and they've also released the 10th anniversary edition of it today. Nice. Just just to remind everyone. Of course they did. Why are they rock star? Just keep flogging the same game for about 15 Don't years. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I was about to say the only difference is um, <laughs> Rockstar don't release their games broken, but then looking at the uh, reviews of the GTA remaster, I could be a bit wrong on that. Oh, Christ. I've not seen that. <laughs> uh, I've put it on Discord before, some uh, screen grabs from an old boy. It, it looks like it's been made on the PS1. Um, <laughs> looks terrible. I didn't um, think but, it looked that bad. I saw some of the screenshots. From it. Well, yeah, some of the screenshots of it look amazing, but then a couple of the others look god-awful. It's like, what the hell's happened? I don't know if it's like a rendering thing or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, so not talking about that, we're talking about wrestling. <laughs> so also, in 2007, TNA presents Genesis. Of course so you're ready is. for this. You're ready for is this, this, Troy. Is this the good times? Oh, uh, good times <laughs> is such a broad term. It, it like, I mean, it, it's, it's peaks and troughs, this show. Right. The, there's a lot of good, but there's also a little smattering of bad in there. So let's start with some bad. Abyss defeated Black Rain in a Shop of Horrors match. A what? Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> it. I think it was some kind of street fight. Okay. But with spoopy weapons, because it was 
quick round with, with what weapons? With spooky weapons. Sp- spooky. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> also, um, Black Rain did have um, relic in his corner. That's killer backwards. Um, no. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Every day's a school day. So from the bad to the good, we then get the Motor City Machine Guns beating Team 3D. Nice. Would have been a banging match, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, we then get a fatal four-way match for the Knockouts Championship. Gail Kim defeated Angelina Love, ODB and Roxy Laveau. Again, probably a banger. Probably right, yeah. Um, Jay Lethal defeated Sunjay Dutt for the X Division title. I bet that was good. Um, oh, yeah, probably. Uh, AJ Styles and Tyson Tomko defeated the Steiner brothers. Fuck to off. retain the tag team titles. Wow. Um, Stars and Tomco. Yeah, they were they were a tag. Team. Christ. They, they were part of Christian's coalition. Styles played second fiddle to Christian, if you believe it. Can believe that. <laughs> and he was called the Prince of Phenomenal. Right. Sure. Of there course he was. Came, came out with a little crown up. Um, <laughs> and, and people wonder why AJ Styles didn't become a bigger thing sooner. Because <laughs> the way fucking Impact booked him for like 15 years of his career. Terrible. <laughs> Samoa Joe defeated Bobby Roode. Nice. Um, Kazarian defeated Christian Cage in a ladder match. Mm-hmm. And in the main event, um, I don't know how this works, it was a TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Kevin Nash and Kurt Angle defeated Booker T and Sting. Hey. I'm pretty sure it was Booker T's debut as well. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I I do re- recall bits of that show. Remember some of it being really good, and yeah. some some things. Black Rain being god awful. <laughs> um, don't fun fact. Don't mention Black Rain to um Dustin Rhodes ever, ever, because he'll just block you on Twitter. <laughs> if you if you do it in person, he might punch you. I don't know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking up Black Rain to remind myself what that was. It, it's like Goldust but silver and fat. Oh Christ! Oh, I remember that. He looks like he's got, he, he's got a. It's like it's like a negative of Goldust essentially. He, he looks like the spirit of jazz from the Mighty Bush. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the spirit of Black Rain. Christ um, alive! Moving forward to 2018 in Manchester, England. Progress presents Chapter 78. 24-hour progress, people. Nice. Get a load of this card. So, in the opening match, Eddie Dennis defeated Speedball Mike Bailey. Um, Isla Dawn defeated friend of the podcast, Lauren Roston. Nice. Jordan Devlin defeated Chris Ridgway. Um, oh, boy. The dude star. Uh, Drew with Ilya. Um, <laughs> okay. In a double DQ, that was. Uh Aussie Open defended the tag team titles against Chris Brooks and Timothy Thatcher. Ooh. Trent Seven defended the Progress Atlas Championship, which was like their version of the Intercontinental at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, against Zach Gibson. Um, because it was Manchester, he beat Zach Gibson in five seconds, it says here. What? <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing it was probably just a pop the crowd, wasn't it? Manchester. Oh, God. <laughs> um and in the main event, Volta defeated Mark Haskins with the Progress title on the line. Damn. Yeah, big big old stacked card. Yeah, man. Um, moving on to the 12th now. Uh, have you got anything for the 12th at all? I mean, there's loads of birthdays, but I don't know who any of them are. The only, the only like, there's a lot of sort of 
uh, pub quiz question answers there. Like yeah. Trent Atherd, uh, fame. He was like a famous um, sort of deathmatch wrestler. I I saw him wrestle Pack in Liverpool. Right. And, um, he dragged the the dragon suit. Yeah, dragon suplex Pack onto a chair and then he broke broke Pack's neck. Jesus uh, Christ! He yeah. sounds like a delight. He was all right, to be fair. Um, <laughs> uh, who else we got? Uh, Matt Capitelli. He was tough. The first ever tough enough winner. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, died of a brain tumor a few years ago. Uh, Hell. Yeah, Lena Yarda. She was off the Diva Search. Right. Glenn Gilberti. Who's that guy? Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> exactly. Disco Inferno. Oh Christ, no! One, one of those people who think they're relevant when they're not. And nope. then, as for, as for shows, mate, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you spin the wheel and make the deal on this because I've got two from the same day. The exact same day, which is right. 12, 2011. Would you like to go to New Japan or Dragon Gate USA first? Oh, Dragon Gate. Dragon Gate. Okay. So, Dragon Gate USA presents. Oh Christ, Black Rain. Um, <laughs> that's not what the show is called. Um, the show is called Oh Christ, Black Rain. <laughs> Dra- Dragon Gate USA presents uh, Bushido 2011 Code of the Warrior. Um, in the in a dark match, BJ Whitmer and Uha Nation, aka Apollo Cruz, oh yeah, defeated Caleb Conley and Scott Reed. Uh, in the opening match, Masato Yoshino defeated AR Fox. If you haven't seen Masato, Masato Yoshino, um, I'd love to see him and Leo Rush wrestle because it would be fucking quick. Nice. Um, he's mental. Um, Pack defeated Brody Lee. Damn. Yeah. Rich Swan defeated Akira Tozawa. Johnny Gargano defeated BXB Hulk. Um, Sabu defeated Pinky Sanchez in a street fight. Uh, Yamato defended the Drangate Open the Freedom Gate Championship against Chuck Taylor. And in the main event, Sexy Chucky T, back in chaos, even though he said he never actually left. Um, (laughs) And in the main event, uh, Shima and Ricochet defended the Open the United Gate Champion. Oh, sorry, won the United Open the United Gate Championship. My bad. Off Eric Cannon, Cannon and Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan for the boys. A lot of a lot of a uh, who's who of a uh, wrestling yeah, today there. Um, and then also in 2011, I have just clicked on the wrong show by mistake. Bear with me. That's all right, Hen. Though that one's very interesting as well, so we'll use that another time. Um, New Japan presents Power Struggle. Fuck me, this card. Um, <laughs> in the opening match, Jado and Gado defeated Killer, Ca- Killer Rabbit and Tamatonga. Damn. I have no idea who Killer Rabbit is. The, I've, I've just looked up a picture of them and <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they, they, look, they look like a fucking Gundam character. Um, Not really. Yeah. Oh, Christ, yeah. <laughs> Tomoki Homma and Wataru Inoue defeated Hideo Saito and Takashi Azuki. Um, this one sounds like a fucking slap. Yuji Nagata defeated Tomohiro Ishii. Yep. Um, Give me all that. Right. Yeah. Raizuki Taguchi and Togi Makabe defeated Taichi and Yoshihiro Takayama. Uh, I swear this card starts getting spicy now. Davy Richards and Rocky Romero defended the Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships against Kushida and Tiger Mask. Um, Prince Devitt 
defended the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title against Takamichi Noku. Damn. Um, MVP and Tetsuya Naito defeated Shinsuke Nakamura and Yujiro Takahashi. Fuck off, is it? Yeah. Um, Hiroshi Tenzan defeated Satoshi Kojima. Um, Masato Tanaka defended the IWGP Intercontinental Championship against Hiroki Gozo. It's quite funny you've just changed your background to that. (laughs) You'll see in a sec. Um, Giant Bernard, a.k.a. Prince Albert, and Carl Anderson, a.k.a. Carl Anderson, (laughs) uh, defended the IWGP World Tag Team Championships against Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki. Oh, yes, please. And in the main event, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Toru Yano to defend (laughs) the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. If. <laughs> they went 22 minutes. What? Yeah. <laughs> 22 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Hang on. What was he doing near the main event picture? <laughs> the world title picture? I, I'm not too sure when, ta- like, Yano started, like, doing his, like, his bullshit that he was, like, he does now. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure at one point he was, like, a serious wrestler. Really? And then he just kind of went, like, doing all the comedy stuff. Um, ah. Jesus, that's that, that other one I clicked on before. I'm just looking at it now. Fuck me. It's mental. Um, we'll do that another time. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> Next year. There's a lot of there's a lot of people doing double duty on on the same day though, looking at it. Um but yeah, let's enough of that, because that means we've got fucking loads to go back to this time. Next year. Yep. Uh, Let's get in to NXT UK because fuck me, this show. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Every now and again, NXT UK has a show where you think, oh, this will probably be an all right show. And it just absolutely smashes like, it out of the park. Yeah. It, like, it, it, it's weird. Like, both Dynamite and NXT UK this week, I look on paper, you'd look at it and go, they'll be, they'll be all right shows. They'll, they'll yeah. be pretty fun. Yeah. And both of them are like fucking hell up this this, mm-hmm. this week of wrestling. Oh boy. Yeah. Let's let's not fuck around now, guys. Um so the opening match, Nathan Fraser faces Mark Andrews. Um this was very much kind of like billed as like sort of the inexperienced upstart against the experienced veteran. Um yeah. obviously both very similar wrestlers. Um I'm just gonna say I think this was both men's best match they've ever had in NXT. Easily, it was fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, so early on as well, it's really slow paced. Like Andrews just toys with Fraser with a lot of risk control, um, and then there's like a lot of one one upmanship with like speedy sort of like reversals, but both men kind of like being one step ahead of each other, mm-hmm. um, and like they kind of have like run the narrative that Andrews has like the slight edge with experience. Um, there's only six years between them. Fraser's 23, Andrews is 29. Yeah, but actual experience, Fraser's only been doing it like two years. Andrews has been doing 15. Has he not been wrestling that much before? No. Oh, okay. I didn't know if he started really young. No, he, he went to America to train at Seth Rollins' to school when he was like 18. Oh, okay. So only and a then, handful of years. Yeah, so I think he's, he's only... But I think he has genuinely like only been doing it for like like properly doing it. Okay. Not like training for yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple of years. Because um, he came, he just kind of came out of nowhere last year when he was like mm. doing the AW stuff. 
um, yeah, uh, Fraser does um, backflips across the ring and Andrews just shotgun drop kicks Fraser into the corner, um, which I want to see Walter do that to Fraser now. <laughs> Watch him fucking see Walter do it to everyone. <laughs> yeah, just, just want, want to see him like tear a fucking hole in space and time. Um, <laughs> as a very, very even match, this as I've said, like mm. can't it can't be a It's weird, there was loads of really cool like things, but I don't want it. I almost don't want to go into it too much because I'd rather people go and actually check watch this match out it. because yeah. anything I say won't do it justice. Like, mm. there, was, there was stuff in this match where I was like, literally rewinding, going, what the f- what's he just done? What's he done? That? Which, How the fuck did he do that? <laughs> which isn't the only match I've done that with, with that today, mm. funnily enough. Like, there was a couple of matches, like like the other one being the um, tag team match in AW that Leo Rush and Dante Martin had against uh, Lee Moriarty and Matt Seidel. If anyone hasn't seen that, what are you doing? Go watch it. <laughs> what a, what a, the future's fucking bright. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um, which, again, Fraser falls into that category as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, both men seem to have each other very well scouted. Uh, there was a, a bit where Frey, like both men kind of did bits where they were just kind of like exploding with offense, like mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, like uh, Andrews goes for a uh, 450 and like Fraser moves out the way, uh, hits a quick sling blade, the hero's welcome and a running shooting star press and then gets a two count off that. Uh, he goes up for the frog splash and Andrews 619's his leg out from underneath him. Yeah. That's and then cool. he like shortly after he like catches like Fraser goes for a kick. Andrews like backflips him out and turns it into a face bust in midair. Which that was, was quality. That was mental. really really mad. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah. Um, Fraser reverses a tornado DDT into a lawn dart, which again was that wild, was vicious as well, man. <laughs> yeah, like, he took all of that in the corner. Andrews' face like scraped across the table, but yeah. Um. And then after that, like Fraser goes for like that um, springboard, like I don't know what it was he was doing. It, was, it looked like a springboard clothesline almost, or like a phenomenal mm. forearm. Um, Andrews like baseball slides out, and Fraser like drops back down to the apron, and then Andrews pulls him off. Uh, Fraser goes to throw him into the steel steps, and Andrews just like hits a beautiful moonsault off the steps onto Fraser. Yeah, um, rolls Fraser back in the ring, and it. it, it at, at this point, Andrews is almost acting like his business as usual. Now he's like, all right, That's it. got it. Put this one got it in the bag. Yeah. Uh, he goes for a springboard and Fraser meets him and hits a Spanish fly off that the middle rope, which was, that was phenomenal. Quality. Yeah. Um, and then we get more back and forth, a lot of near falls, quick roll ups, stuff like that. Um, Andrew, like, it looks like Fraser's got it in the bag. Andrews hits the Stun Dog Millionaire out of nowhere, as it should be fucking done. Yeah. Um, like, never. <laughs> like that when it, when he does it like that where like he's literally looks like oh yeah he's about to lose the match and then he hits it just like yeah. out of nowhere yeah that's when it works um not when it's like oh it's just building up to me finisher um <laughs> the finisher that means you've got to give me a suplex in order to do it yeah, can you give me a suplex so I can do my next move please <laughs> come on now this, come on like, now even even psychology wise like this match was like really good like. Mm. Which, I, I mean, that's one thing I do criticise Mark Andrews a lot about is, is psychology sometimes doesn't mm. really... It, it's a lot of sort of, like... A lot of, like, sort of spot fest stuff. Yeah, yeah. As Matt Hardy would say, he's a bit of a rare spotted monkey. Um, 
What? <laughs> Spot monkey me. All right. Um, I see. <laughs> right, I get it. Yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it, it, this match, both guys, I got the, the psychology down. It was a really fucking good match. Um, Andrews misses the shooting star press. Fraser kind of like, as he's dodging, dodges, he goes to roll him up and Andrews just kind of blocks it, like uses momentum to block it and uh, pick up the win. And it, yeah, this match was phenomenal. This was a fucking Go. excellent match. Do you know my, Go my, and watch it. Yeah. My only gripe about this match, the wrong person won. I agree. And also, I think the crowd agreed. The crowd were fully, like, mm. they were booing Andrews at times and fully behind Fraser, yeah. which yeah, was yeah. like, it just proves my theory, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, what, like, what's Fraser doing then? We were only saying this the other week. I, mean, I, like... I feel like, I feel like that we came out of this match looking really strong. Did? Like, it was the fact, the fact that, the fact that Mark Andrews had to, like, rely on his experience to, like, beat Fraser and that the whole thing with Fraser at the moment is he is, like, a, pl- like, a plucky upstart. He's a rookie. Mm. He's only been doing this a short amount of time, and like the and like that their whole narrative for him is he's going to be great, but he's not great but yet. Not yet, yeah. Whereas like Mark Andrews, they, they seem to be really getting behind subculture. I get why they'd have like Nathan Fraser taking the limit. Go like this. This match went like almost twenty minutes, mm-hmm. um, and I, I get why they kind of had him. Had had him take um, Andrews Andrews to the limit, but yeah. not quite be able to get it. Because I think the way they seem to book these things is that somewhere down the line they'll have a rematch, and Fraser's going to Fraser will win it. Yeah, Fraser will have grown enough that he'll win it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, fair I, enough. I, as as we've said, like um, a couple of weeks ago with Fraser, they feel like they've really kind of like just pulled the rug out from underneath him. I feel like they're doing yeah. that deliberately to kind of. Like build him up again. Build build him up to make him feel like a big deal and make it feel like he's he's earned it as a big deal as opposed to going, okay, well, we brought you in as a big deal. Now we're gonna just give you like every opportunity, but you're not gonna mm. win it. If he actually yeah, like claws his way to Ilya or claws his way to Noam Dar, it, it in the in the long run it'll mean more than like I'm just I'm just going, Oh, look, Nathan Fraser, he's good. Let's give him a shot. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do get it. I do. I I wasn't happy Andrews won because I thought Fraser could have benefited from this, but I, by no means did I think Fraser looked bad coming out of this match at all. I think. Mm, I yeah, think no. if anything, this is probably the match that's like going to put him on the map for people who hadn't seen him do anything before NXT UK. Mm. And obviously, they've got like an, a lot of like new viewers yeah. coming into NXT yeah. UK after uh, Takeover, whatever last Takeover. Um, mm, mm. When they had Ilya Walter, That's true. so it, it makes sense that they kind of have a match like this, which reestablishes both guys. Yeah, that's fair enough. And if if they're like if they're like kind of spinning the narrative that Mark Andrews is the experienced veteran, then he should he, he should be the one who picks up the win in this match. Um, as much as it pains me to say, <laughs> so I didn't realize. I was doing a bit of like background stuff on Mark Andrews because they were on about him like, oh yeah, he's, he's the veteran in this. And I was like, sure, he's not been about that long. So I didn't realise that Mark Andrews won the TNA British Boot Camp season yeah. two. And yeah. looking at the list of people that were in that, it's a fucking who's who 
I'll go through it quickly. Uh, some of them I've not heard of. Uh, Babyface Pitbull, Cyanide, Dave Mastiff, El Nagero. Sorry, go on. Uh, Babyface Pitbull is a very nice man. I, I've, okay. I've got a pinfall victory over him. <laughs> Gen- nice. Genuinely have. Yeah, when I was training to be a wrestler years and years ago. <laughs> Babyface Pitbull, Cyanide, Dave Mastiff, El Ligero, uh, Grado, Joe Vega, Joel Redman, King Rawster, Chris Travis, Mark Andrews, Martin Stone, Matt Fox, Noam Dar, Nordic Warrior, Priscilla, Pyro, Rampage Brown, Richard Parliament, RJ Singh, Sexy Kev, Shah Samuels, Simon Lancaster, Heather Schofield, Kaylee Ray, Melanie Price, Lana Austin, Casey Owens, Leah Owens, Nikki Storm, and Viper. Yeah. That's a fucking stacked one. And Mark Andrews came out and had the winner. Yeah. Well, you say he came out the winner. Gray, that was the real star from that. Oh, really? Yeah, Gray, that was the guy who got the push and like, got like a fucking pay-per-view match. Oh, was it? Mark, Mark Andrews did like some bits in the X Division and then they didn't really do much with him. Oh. I think, did you say Mark Haskins on that as well? Uh, no. No, he he was there and got pushed around okay. that. Well, it was the first, he yeah. might have been in the first season, possibly. I don't know. Uh, who was in the first season? First season, Blossom, Holly Blossom, Marty Maverick, Rockstar Spud. Yeah, winner. He won it. <laughs> top, top lad. Um, yeah, uh, British boot camp's weird because it's it, like big taste. You'll talk about that for hours. It's a, it's a, it's a who's who. Mm. Like, well, what did what did he do with that? Um, yeah. Uh, so moving on, um, we got um, top babyface, the nicest man in pro wrestling, Sam Gradwell, <laughs> <laughs> refusing an interview and then turning heel uh, on Akid, a piece of shit. Did, did, it, um, did he turn? Did he turn heel though? Yeah, because he div- diverted his focus away from Mark Andrews. Um, <laughs> he, he says uh, Akid says he heard what Sam said about like his country and his people and that, and it's unacceptable. He just uh, he lost and- his phone there, and it was too hot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, how dare you say the weather's too hot in my country? <laughs> um, and Aker there then says um, he's going to talk to Gradwell in his language, and then Gradwell goes, "What Spanish?" Spanish. And then he goes, "No, fighting." And then Gradwell's face just drops. <laughs> and then, uh, just for good measure, Aker calls Gradwell yogurt, and Gradwell's fume. And he's like, "It's only funny when I do it." <laughs> Yogurt. <laughs> I was howling at this. It was fucking brilliant. like Sam Gradwell has really grown on me. Sam Gradwell um, continues to be infinitely entertaining. Yeah, as I say, he's just like the fucking school bully from Grange Hill, isn't he? Yeah, and moving on. I think when Big Tasty sees this, this one might be his segment of the year. Because it incorporates two things he absolutely loves in Pretty Deadly and Magic Mike. <laughs> uh, so, for anyone who doesn't know, Big Tasty's favorite film, I think, I want to say it's the favorite film ever. Anytime Magic I've Mike. mentioned it and said it's it's one of my favorites, he's always been first to go, it is my favorite. Yeah. He it, it, it absolutely loves Magic Mike. Um, Banging. So, Pretty Deadly, go to audition for Magic Mike the musical. Uh, they do a dance routine. They say they're taking it pretty deadly seriously. Um, <laughs> basic. The, there's a really good bit where like, um, Sam, like Lewis is going to Sam, 
Are you ready, Sam? He goes, no, no, no. We're there, we're there, we're there. Just ask me again. Ask me again. Are you ready, Sam? Ask, ask me again. Ask me again. Are you ready, Sam? And he just goes, yes, boy. <laughs> um, and the what was cool was the I was expecting them to not not to be shit, but I wasn't expecting them to be as good at it as no, they, they were. looked like naturals. They looked yeah, fucking awesome. And, and even the guys who were like choreographing it were like, "Oh, you guys really surprised us. You were really good at this." And like, yeah, because we took it pretty deadly seriously, boy. <laughs> um, and then they, they said, "What are we going to take pretty deadly seriously next?" I think the um, I think with stuff like this, they they kind of like fine tuning them for NXT 2.0. Do you reckon? Yeah, the fact that they're, they're going to lean a bit more heavily into a bit more gimmicky stuff. Right. Than just being like the dandy highwaymen. I see. And just like Ooh. cheap doing. The Ooh. fact that they're the fact that they're leaning in a bit more to like, oh yeah, we we take everything pretty deadly seriously. Um that that's that's got NXT 2.0 written all over it, hasn't it? Does feel like a little bit. Oh, we'll see. I'd still want them to have a really lengthy run with those tag titles. I think they're probably losing them. Not to Mustache but, Mountain, though. But no, not to Mustache Mountain. I'll, I'll get into that in a bit because I've, I've, I've got some theories. I'll get me tinfoil hat over that. Um, <laughs> next, we see uh, Kenny Williams. He's right doing graffiti on the wall. He's got like a he's got like a sharpie. He's writing sharpie. on one brick, and he's like <laughs> leaning over it, and they like go up behind him, and he turns around. Hey, what are you looking at? <laughs> uh, it says Shah Samuels is it, and then he's not wrote what he is yet. Um, and then he just hears loads of shouts. He's like, what is that? Turned around, Saxon Huxley's like stomping on a suitcase for some reason. Um, Chucking a bin about, like, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, go, he goes up to Saxon and asks, asks him if he's uh, looking for the, uh, the missing jigsaw because he's not going to find it. it. <laughs> then he throws his shirt at Saxon and runs off. And then Saxon just storms off shouting Kenny Cockroach. Kenny um, Cockroach! Which makes me think we're probably getting that match. Yep. Also, is, is Saxon Huxley inadvertently becoming the Danhausen of, um, of <laughs> A little bit. A little he bit. just calls people by the wrong name. <laughs> Saxonhausen. Actually, Sa- Sa- Saxonhausen's Sachsen. a region just out of Berlin. <laughs> Saxhausen. Saxhausen. Um. If he starts painting his face, I'll I'll uh, stop I'll stop worrying for Danhausen, um, <laughs> or as they'll as they'll call him in WWE when they shorten his name Dan. Oh Christ! Um, it's it's okay. He's not going to WWE. I know. He's asking Corey for some cheeseburgers. Um, <laughs> next, we have more subculture, yeah, uh, but it's it's one of the good ones. Um, Danny Luna versus Stevie Turner from the Fourth Dimension. Fourth. I, I hadn't given much thought as to why the fourth dimension was a thing because obviously, like, I thought you were just chatting shit. Um, and then Nigel said, oh, yeah, it's because it's space and time. I was like, oh, yeah, futuristic Stevie Tennant. Now it fucking makes sense. I mean, it doesn't, but... It, it does because she's, she's from the future. Piss <laughs> off. Fourth dimension. She can, she can traverse space and time. Oh, God. He's essentially the new version of The Fiend. Brilliant. She's like an interdimensional being. Right. Maybe Stevie Turner's the Danhausen of um, NXT UK. <laughs> Behave yourself. He's, he's also an interdimensional being. Uh, oh, Christ. But yeah, uh, to the match anyway, uh, Luna overpowers Turner early on. Early on. Uh, Turner just keeps like kind of cheating to get a bit of an advantage, but then Luna just like 
Yeeter and at one point just ends with a lariat. Yeah, uh, there was a um, there was a cool bit where like Luna goes for a German attempt and uh, Turner kind of grabs the ropes and then turns it into a head scissors into the ropes. Hmm. Um, and she hits like a three amigo style like neck breaker thing, which looked really cool. Yeah, the last one uh, were off. Yeah. <laughs> Luna then hits a world strong slam, fall away slam, and explode the suplex combo. Um, Turner reverses the like TKO bomb thing into a side effect, which looked pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Luna then hits a deadlift snap suplex and actually hits the TKO bomb, but oof, didn't look her. Not so much. <laughs> it looked like she didn't get much momentum on it when she like swung it round. Mm. A bit lackluster, like but I think also usually the people she's done it on have been like smaller than her, yeah. Whereas Stevie Tan is taller than her, so maybe, she is, that... yeah. And That's also, cool. she's she's from the fourth dimension, oh, for fa- so that could have, I could have, like, maybe she slowed the time right. as she did the twist, right? And that's why it didn't have the full impact. Um, fucking ass, <laughs> cannot we can only speculate on these things, mate. Um. <laughs> Um, but yeah, pretty fun match. I, I actually was. really enjoyed that match. Yeah, um, yeah. Next up, we get uh, Nina Samuel's show. Um, she tries to interview Isla Dawn, and then Isla Dawn just kind of walks off, and she starts like just running down uh, Aaliyah James, who's in the background. Like Isla Dawn's like trying to be all spooky around her, and then um, she's like, she's like saying, "Oh yeah, Aaliyah James thinks she's all that after one win. Uh, it took her a year to get it though, didn't it?" And yeah, Aaliyah James just challenges to a match, and Nina's like, "There's the big exclusive on the Nina show." (laughs) Um, And also, did you notice Isla watching like at the end of the hallway, Mm -hmm. keeping around the corner? Spooky, spooky, spooky bitch. Is Uh, is Aaliyah James or um, Nina Samuels the the last piece to her her Babadook? Puzzle. I I think it's probably Aaliyah James because they've been putting a bit more stock in air, whereas Nina's kind of been a glorified like comedy act since um, the whole Zaya Brooks I've viewed. Yeah, that's a point. We've barely even seen her wrestle. Yeah, I think even when she's like, I, I don't know if she maybe she's got like an injury or something because even when like she's been about to wrestle, like Blair Davenport did like that bad murder on it. Yeah, and Mel attacked her. And she did have the she did have the match with the Melody, didn't she? But maybe she's like not hundred percent, and that's why they're having to do a few like backstage bits just to kind of keep her about, but not but not in ring but, with anything you know, that's gonna be could, yeah. Could be anything either way. I hope she's I hope she's okay because she's very entertaining. Oh yeah. Really. Um we then get a really I don't know, this was pretty cool the way they'd like shot it, but at the same time it didn't really feel in like on brand with the characters, uh, it's Gallus like driving. I like the way it was shot, like it was like evident the that they shot. weren't driving, but I, like it looked really cinematic. Yeah, it, it reminded nice. me of um, of something like a uh, baby driver, the way yeah. it was shot. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it, it was nicely shot, but it, it kind of felt just a little bit out of it. It had a, it had a very like Edgar Wright sort of feel to it, the way it was shot, yeah. Um, yeah, it's talking about Tayman's family and then all of a sudden like police sirens go and then for some reason Joe Coffey's like, put your foot down, Mark. Like, oh, all right, we're just we're just outrunning police now, are we? So so Gallus are confirmed fugitives. I, 
I, I hope when they have the match against Tayman and Raja next week, the police come out and arrest Mark. <laughs> yes, because please. That will be funny. Um, <laughs> next, we get um, like subcultures celebrating over like being two wins up. And then Blair Davenport turns face, who, who'd have thought it? Um, <laughs> and uh, she tells Danny Luna, if you get too close to the top, I'll just have to send you back down to the bottom. Which I was thinking about this, like when Danny Luna was win- like picking up that win, I was thinking, well, they're talking about Blair Davenport a lot here. Mm. And I feel like Danny kind of has gone on a bit of a roll now. It'd be, it'd be a shame if like, they just built her up just to like kind of push her back down, which looks like what they're doing. Which is going to happen, yeah, but it looks... Um, <laughs> with their Blair Davenport because they need to give it but I feel like they've kind of built up Danny so you can give Blair Davenport quite a like quite a big scalp to kind of go into a match with Mako with mm. like if she if she just beat Danny Luna who's on like a real roll at the moment then it's like oh yeah makes, makes sense yeah. Blair yeah. now goes off to Mako yeah um, and yet then we get a quick rundown of next week uh, Tayman and Raja versus Gallus and Ikid versus Crabble as well uh, I don't think they've announced anything else either. Uh, I think that was it. Uh, Just the two. Yeah, fair enough. Um, either way, it should be a good match. Um, a good show, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and next we get the main event, which was the four-way. Right. Last week, did they say it was elimination? Yeah, I thought they did as well. I could have sworn this was meant to be an elimination match. Yeah. They do reference it in the match. And they're like, oh, you know, if this is an elimination match, one team could just stand out on the side and wait it out. Like, See, I missed I that. thought this was an elimination match. Because there was a bit where, like, um, Smith and Carter had the win on Trent. Mm. And Master broke it up. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing that? And then there was another bit later on. And then when the finish happened, I was like, wait, that's not an elimination. Hmm. So I was thinking, they're going real fucking long with like all, the, all this, four the, teams to get one elimination out of the way. Yeah, I was thinking like Symbiosis or Stars and Ram, uh, Stars and Masters should have well been eliminated by now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The way it was going. And um, then the penny dropped. <laughs> yeah, I, well, it dropped literally when the fucking finish happened. I was like, wait, what? Because <laughs> I was even like writing down, oh yeah, uh, the um, Symbiosis have been eliminated and then they were like, it was like ding ding ding. I was like, oh, oh, uh, that's the actual finish of the match. Okay, <laughs> that's weird. Sure, why not? Um, but this was <laughs> this was a really fun match. Uh, first little thing I've got to take away from this. Well, minor thing. Um, it was nice to see Stars and Master finally have matching gear. Yeah, that was cool. I like yeah. that. Um, and I like the fact as well that Jack Stars hadn't changed his gear up too much. He just changed the color scheme to match mm. uh, Mastiffs. Yeah. Which was it was just an it was just a nice touch. Yeah, uh, also like a proper tag team. Yeah, it's nice. Also, Mustache Mountain enter into Trent's music and uh, Tyler's music instead of Trent's. That's a point. Yeah, is there is that a little bit of a paradigm shift with the music? Hang on, don't Mustache Mountain have their own music? It's just Trent's music. Oh, is it Trent's music? Oh, well, I thought well, they had their own I for think, some reason. I think it's Mustache Mountains, but then Trent just comes out to Mustache Mountain's music. Oh, okay. Which is mm. infinitely better than Tyler Bates' music. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Tyler Bates' fucking like MIDI cover of Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> infinitely better. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Do you notice well, they were they were really kind of like hamming it up on the entrance, like to kind of 
keep giving each other the little whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, but Not Tyler, the high five, but the there was bits where Ty like just kept looking like disinterested in it, mm. and even during the match there was bits where Tyler was like looking like annoyed at Trent, like. So early on in the match, um, Stars and Mastiff and then Smith and Carter isolate Trent. And the whole time, Tyler's not even like batting an eyelid. He's just blocking a Trent. Fuck's sake. Here he goes. <laughs> like, he, he genuinely looked annoyed at Trent the whole match. Mm-hmm. It was like, I, I was half expecting Tyler to like turn on Trent. And there was a bit as well where um, Symbiosis had like, so uh, Jack Stars cleans house and then like bait tags in and then we get like a little bit of a back and forth um, between bait. Dennis trips Stars and gets ejected and then T-Bone just comes in and murders everybody. Yeah. Uh, hits a fall away slam on Mastiff with ease. Like he, he, he holds him there for like a while. Mm. It, that was, it was that like, was impressive, man. Yeah, it was really at least like impressive. 10, it was like at least 10 seconds that he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just thought they're holding Mastiff like he was fucking nothing. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Eddie Dennis. Just you were saying a second ago when he when he got ejected by the ref, just him overacting it, like going into the crowd, telling them to shush, like you didn't say anything, like shut up. Yeah. Like him like chucking his da- jacket down as well. And you can just hear Dave Master as well go, get out, get out, <laughs> <laughs> like a proper dad. Um, yeah, th- there was so there was another bit uh, after this where like um, symbiosis, a double team, and stars. And Trent like shouts, "Come on, Jack!" Yeah, and like Tyler just stops and looks. I'm like, "What the fuck are you saying?" <laughs> and then, like Dave Mastiff like starts going, "Come on, Jack, come on!" And like Bacon just like shrugs it off. But I, I, I definitely think that either baiting, baiting, switching. So Bates Trent turns on Tyler. You. Yeah, or I think Bates absolutely turning on Trent. I'd, oh, I don't know. I, I can see a heel Trent. I can't see a heel bait. See, I think Trent's too much of a baby face to turn heel. Fucking Tyler's a baby face, man. Nah, Tyler's Tyler's a fucking drip. <laughs> drip. Sitting there fucking sitting there fucking meditating in the rockery at the fucking PC that he's made. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> um so yeah, um, Symbi- symbiosis double team uh, stars and bait and then Smith and Carter uh, go after T-Bone and like T-Bone they, it was weird the way like they portrayed T-Bone in this match because like Smith and Carter going after him it was like fucking the Avengers going after Thanos yeah yeah and he was like fighting <laughs> off everything they were throwing at them and just like getting staggered until eventually they brought him down um, Smith and Carter hit a uh, cool double team move on Trent it was like a um it, it was like a, he did like a moonsault. Uh, Carter did like a moonsault off Smith, didn't he? Yeah. But the their, their tandem offense in this was fucking awesome. Their so, tandem offense is so always good. just really exciting. Yeah. But it, it's it's almost, I, I like it as well because it's almost as if any of those moves they could use as a finish. Mm. And that's, and I think they should, like, they shouldn't have a definitive finish. I think they should just use like whatever, crazy, whatever yeah. works at the time. <laughs> yeah. Because it's it kind of like plays into the always forward as well, like that whatever they've kind of been able to pull off to put it put the match away. It doesn't matter what it is; they've just they've done something that's like mm. been good enough to win them the match. Yeah. Um, and it, it plays into though you don't always need like a like a decisive, decisive finisher, fancy finisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but 
yeah, so uh, Master breaks it up, and that was first time, like, kind of scratching my head, like, this is, this is an elimination. This, this is an elimination? Yeah. Um, and th- there was a really cool bit where, like, Trent's, Trent was up top teasing, like, he was going to do a moonsault or something onto, like, everyone who's fighting outside. Yeah. And then Smith comes and meets him up there, and then Trent's teasing that he's going to do a suplex mm. onto, like... To, to the outside. He's going to, yeah, he's going to suplex Smith onto everybody. And then T-Bone just runs in, vertical leaps up, and just shoves Trent off onto everybody. <laughs> just, it's like Trent was like a bowling ball, just taking out pins. <laughs> Got a strike with that one. And then uh, T-Bone, it's a lovely-looking superplex on Smith right across the ring. Yeah. Um, and then Primate from nowhere just comes out and dives on everybody. <laughs> Primate um, is the angriest man I think I've ever seen wrestle. Like, the slightest little thing. He's just like, oh, you angry little Geordie. <laughs> that's, why he's, that's why he's primal, mate. He's primal. <laughs> primal rage. Didn't you say, was it you or Tasty that said he was on an episode of Come Down With Me? T- Tasty told me that. <laughs> Which is mad. I, I can't picture it at all. I didn't um, want to go around to his house for dinner. Friend of the podcast, <laughs> primate. Um, top shagger. Yeah, top, top shagger, primate. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Tyler does a airplane spin, um, big swing combo on primate and stars. And then he germans primate. And literally the second he hits the, like, he gets the bridge, Dave Mastiff comes from fucking nowhere and squashes him. That looked fucking um, horrible. There's, there's no nice way of taking that. It looked like no, it proper and, knocked the stuffing out of him as well. But it looked like it hurt Mastiff as well. Mm. Like when he when he did it, it looked like it knocked the wind out of himself. Like he winded like, himself with the landing. You're right there, big one. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, we then get uh, Smith and Carter. Um, Smith like goes up top. Master meets him up there. Uh, goes to do something big, and then Smith gets him on his fucking shoulders, and they do the Doomsday Cutter, which is kind of the yeah. de facto finisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's a great Mastiff. finisher. I love that. Yeah, looks awesome. Mastiff um, sold the shit out of it as well. Although Mastiff looked like he was going to decapitate Smith when he was coming off his shoulders. <laughs> um, Smith looked like he nearly fucking lost his head with that one. <laughs> um, Primate breaks it up as they get the pin. Um, Mustache Mountain clear the ring, uh, hit an assisted Behrman camera on Primate and pick up the win. Again, I didn't know this was not elimination. Because uh, I'm like, but it's just going a while. <laughs> yeah. Like, unless there's like some kind of Mandela effect in place here, I'm fucking almost certain they said that <laughs> last week it was an elimination match. Mandela effect. <laughs> I, I am literally almost certain they said it was a, a elimination match last week. So I it it was a good finish though. But oh, I, yeah. it almost like took me out of it because I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Um yeah. but also again, Trent. Trent hits the seven star lariat. Tyler like literally leaves it on a plate for him. Mm. And, and then he's, like, like, he's like, get up, get up. Like, come on. Trent's barking all as a Tyler and Tyler just didn't look happy about it at all. Mm. Until, until like he picked up the win and then it was like, yay. But again, I, I still think Tyler's going to turn on Trent. Oh. I have faith just in him to do it well. Like when it happens, it's going to be fucking awesome because anything those yeah. two kind of put their minds to like craft storytelling wise is, is gold. Yeah, Trent's such a good storyteller. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, pretty deadly come out afterwards, aren't they? Looking all pretty still deadly. In, still in their fucking in their, magic mic gear. 
their theatre garb. Um, theatre garb. And yeah, we have a little stare down and we're getting the rematch and I've, I do have the fear that Mustache Mountain are going to win that. What do you mean the fear? Because I think pretty deadly should hold on to it and lose it to Smith and Carter. That's true. But but it's one, it's one of them. Smith and Carter would like quite easily just disrobe Mustache Mountain for him. They would. And like after watching this, because a lot of the spots in this like... match were Mustache Mountain and Smith and Carter, and I was like, I'd like to see that match again. I know we've had it yeah. once before and it was fucking banging. And then their well, back when, and forth in this was really good. Yeah, when we got that match as well. Um if like at the time I remember saying, like, I felt like Smith and Carter should have won that match. Like mm. that the surprise victory over Mustache Mountain would have been kind of a good like little bit of the narrative of yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler and Fred breaking up. Mm. Um which is definitely it's definitely coming. It is, isn't it? Trains never late. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it, the offense between Smith and Carter and Mustache Mountain's match it was cool because it it felt like um, it felt like Smith and Carter were a lot more like focused and aggressive than normal, mm-hmm. and like they they were like driven that they wanted to they wanted to win their, their title shot. Yeah, I think I think their moment is going to probably come next year. That's I think that yeah. I think at some point next year, Smith and Carter need to hold those tag team titles because they absolutely deserve it. Definitely, yeah, they're so good. They're one of the most exciting teams in the, in the whole like of NXT UK. It was weird; they were they felt almost a bit stop and start with them for a while. Like they they didn't know if they wanted to push them as well, tags or a single because for a while there was like they were having their singles yeah. matches between them, and then they weren't tagging much. And they still do feel like the stop and start, but they do they do feel like the start to build a bit of. Like momentum now. Oh, they do. De- yeah, definitely now. But for a little while, I wasn't really too, wasn't really too sure on them. But now, yeah, easily one of my favorite tag teams. Really, really entertaining. Great chemistry. Like, and they're fun as well. Like they're, when they're serious, like they get it done. But uh, their backstage stuff's really amusing. They're great. Yeah, they, they remind me a bit of um Kane and Xbox in the sense yeah. you've got like the, the big horse and you've got the guy who does like the fucking crazy shit, and you're like, these guys are so fun to watch. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was um, NXT UK. A loaded episode of NXT UK this week. You're right, it was, mate. Fuck me, they weren't messing around. Um, what were your highs and lows, mate? Um, despite the match being fucking excellent, my low was Nathan Fraser losing. Yeah, I, I just think it was. Re- it was. I like. I know you said earlier on, like you know, they can they can revisit that and they can have. Fraser come back after, you know, gaining some more experience and getting a few wins under his belt and, and have that rematch. And that's fine. But I just think with how he's been booked generally, like I don't have any real investment in him. And I want to, because I know he's good, but he's barely been on TV. And when he has been on TV, he's lost. And I get this whole like, yeah, yeah, he's inexperienced and this, that and the other, but like, you know, give him a win at some point. So for me, like it's disappointing because the, the match is awesome. I really enjoyed it. But yeah, I think the wrong person won there. Um, my high, uh, just a tag match at the end. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Really, really, really good. Loads of moving parts. Like didn't overstay its welcome. Like wasn't like a, it wasn't a spot fest as such, but like the spots that were in there, the bits were in there felt impactful and meant something. Um, I think everyone came out of that looking really good. I don't think anyone came out, out of that looking that bad, even though we said like somebody's just were there to take the pin. 
they didn't look terrible in the match. They had some really, really good moments. Like T-Bone with that fucking fall away on Mastiff was unreal. So yeah, yeah. that was cool, man. I enjoyed that. That was my high. What about yours? Yeah. Oh, God. I said, what about yours? Oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, my high was actually the Fraser Andrews match. I thought it was excellent. Mm. I thought it was really entertaining. Uh, I, I do agree to a degree that the wrong person won, but at the same time, I, as I say, it made sense that Andrews won with like the narrative you were trying to spin where Andrews mm. is the more experienced and Fraser's like still kind of like learning. Um, I, I do, I do think it was kind of, I don't know, it, a lot of the booking they've been doing recently, it feels as though they've had like a bit of a spike in viewership with obviously people being allowed into BT Sports Studios now yeah. and with like them having a few like big like matches around them. Um, SummerSlam weekend and it 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 just just feels almost like they're kind of trying to establish you like you need to be paying attention to doing to and who you don't, which is why we're getting like yeah. a on a subculture stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. a gala stuff all the time. Because mm. they're like the people they kind of want to like really elevate. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I thought the match was way better than I anticipated being. I thought it was gonna be a good match. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting like this kind of match because it was just like it, it was something you don't normally see in WWE as well. Yeah. Like that that kind of like fast paced style. Normally they're all about like just just slow it down, just mm-hmm. let like let let this breathe. But this didn't at I all think... like it, it it was like a little slow to start, but then once it got going, it was fucking there's no stopping it. Yeah, like this could have been on a takeover, no problem. Mm. Or a uh, uh, NXT pay-per-view as they call them these days um, <laughs> it's a fucking takeover behave yeah still takeover to me damn <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my low was did I have a low um, probably the Gallus thing because it was just a bit weird it just felt a bit out of context yeah, like it was shot really cool, but like uh, the whole like Gallus being like a crime family, it's weird, isn't it? Like I don't get mm. why they think. I would rather just like I like the way it was shot, but for context, like it kind of took away from what they've tried to portray them. Like you could have just had them sat in fucking Wolfgang's pub again. Yeah, just sat at the bar or, or like something, fight, or... fighting down the docks again. Yeah, it's something like that. But yeah, it was just a bit bizarre. But, but I mean, very but... nicely shot. Other than the fact they were sat in Wolfgang's pub during lockdown when the pubs were closed, um, they haven't like inherently broken any laws until like until now getting in a car chase with the police on this week. <laughs> and it, it just felt like a bit weird. Like it was as I say, it was shock cool. It was it was like a it was a cool idea, but I think it's probably the wrong people to use something like that. If we don't get a Blues Brothers police style car chase. On next week's episode, I'll be fucking disappointed. If we don't get Charlie Dempsey driving in the fucking police car with the with like a <laughs> um, a megaphone dressed like the Blues Brothers, <laughs> joining Tayman's family with a message from God, <laughs> or in this case, the eye. Um, We're getting the eye back together. <laughs> and, We're on a mission then, from Tayman. <laughs> Mid-match, they can all just start fucking dancing to her, shake your tail feather. Yes, give me that. Change Tayo Man's entrance music to Soul Man. 
Well, and we get we get Gallus doing fucking jailhouse rock at the end. <laughs> they eventually get caught by the police. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, book it, cowards! That'd be fucking brilliant. <laughs> I mean, we 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 dabbled into musicals. Now we've got, we are pretty deadly in Magic Mike. I'm saying them back. That's it. Have <laughs> Gallus is like the soggy bottom boys or something. <laughs> We could do a watch along one day in Magic Mike. Tasty'd fucking love that. T- Tasty has literally narrated Magic Mike when we've been doing a Saturday night gaming stream. And he's been watching it if you don't remember. Like yeah, like a director's commentary. <laughs> and the following week he did Magic Mike uh, XXL. XXL, top lad. He he wasn't fucking right. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, uh, that was NXT UK. Uh, I it was. thought this was one of the best episodes they put out in a long time. Yeah, false uh, show. Really fucking good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Um, and especially in like a week where there's obviously there's AW doing a pay per view, so there's guaranteed to be a lot of really good fucking wrestling. Mm-hmm. This is something that's like, like that's really stuck out with me, especially because yeah. I'd, I'd not, not long been AW before watching this. So, like, oh yeah, this show's fucking banging. Yeah. Yeah. When I just watched like Dynamite, which was also for those who haven't seen it, yeah, a fucking excellent show. <laughs> um, yeah, good time to be a wrestler. Man. I don't know, was NXT 2.0 on the, on a stand or no? Okay, Jesus um, Christ, I, I saw grizzled young vets like grifting people. I was that like, was what, terrible. What are you doing, Ikemen Hero what? and uh, Jack of Time? Jack, oh my god, Millie Vanilli. Oh, that was good, yeah. That was it. <laughs> Kaylee Ray's finisher isn't called a gory bomb anymore. It's called a KLR bomb. Because what the fuck? You can't call it gory because look, it's in, you're in a fucking kids' TV show. Mate. Oh, don't worry about it. Have you seen the War Games logo? It's got fucking paintballs on it. <laughs> That's what War Games is, isn't it? It's going to be just paintball in the fucking cage. <laughs> oh, God. It's, they're going to turn War Games and to get your own Mahardi. Yes. Dave Benson Phillips from NXT 2.0 confirmed. Dave, Dave Benson Phillips emerges like through the ring like the fiend. <laughs> like, we're gonna get him! <laughs> Amazing. Losers get guns, bucket cowards. Uh. <laughs> right, but yeah. Should we send this but home? <laughs> NXT UK is still like the best wrestling show, at least in WWE, so that's nice. Aye. Uh, but yes, yeah, thank you for joining us. As always, uh, you can find us where on social media, Troy? Uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't realize you'd done that that quick. I was just kind of, I was waiting for you to say something. I was like, oh, wait, no, we just done it all. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Hello, yes, Dan Housen here. Dan Housen has been summoned. You must love this podcast, Housen, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Housen. <laughs>